This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We have a couple of headlines in the college sports world that we probably need to talk about a little bit. Neither of them feel like, you know, feel-good stories, but they do seem noteworthy. One of them being Bob Huggins saying he did not resign from West Virginia. West Virginia saying, mm, yes, you did. Like, what did he expect from this situation, Jenks? Like, did he expect West Virginia to be like, huh, maybe you're right. Welcome back. I feel like sometimes when relationships are broken, they're broken. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no turning yes. back now. This would be like, you know, if you threw a pie at your boss and hit him in the face, <laughs> and you're like, hey, you know, hey. that pie probably tasted pretty good. How about I come on back? And they're like, nah, dude, you can't. Oh, my God. What This is a ridiculous story. Bob Huggins <laughs> just needs to accept the fact that he is no longer going to be a head coach anywhere in college basketball, particularly at West Virginia, and walk away. Because, of course, West Virginia is saying, dude, we have an email from your wife's email address saying that you are walking away as head coach. And it doesn't matter. They're not going to let him come back anyway. He's just going to come back after retirement and show up. This, this sounds like, do you remember the old Larry David story? I don't know if you remember this, but this was an inspiration for a Seinfeld episode. And Larry David, when he first started working at SNL, he got really fed up one day and decided just to walk out and quit and leave. And then his buddy, when he went back home, who lived next door, who was the inspiration for the real Kramer, by the way, said, why don't you just go back and act like it never happened? He was like, what? Yeah. Just go back and act like it never happened. So Larry David did. He walked back into the SNL studios after the weekend and act like it never happened and stayed up. It worked. It actually worked. This is a lot different. You're not just going to walk up to the basketball facilities at West Virginia and Morgantown and be like, Bob, where have you been? We've been waiting on you. Look, you got caught drunk driving months ago. You also made on the radio, by the way, gay slurs multiple times referring to Xavier University he just needs to go away and let this go because he's just embarrassing himself even further yeah it would be one thing if he retired and if he quit he's like yeah I'm you know ending it on a high note no I'm pretty sure if he didn't resign they were gonna fire him so like the track record has not been good over the past couple of months and in this day and age in this climate like you're not going to come back from this like he's going to have to be fired it doesn't matter how sentimental the feelings are surrounding huggy bear when it comes to west virginia and plus like you know he hasn't done anything in the last few years because i always say like is the juice worth the squeeze i don't think that you can really get away with doing both of these things in today's day and age like maybe if he was Coach Calipari or somebody else? I don't know. Probably not. But still, yeah, it feels like something that is, you know, completely done. I don't see him coming back. And I don't see him probably getting another job in college basketball, at least for the next couple of years. But then again, didn't like Art Bryles get another job? So like if he can get another job, I guess anybody can. I guess that's true, but also everywhere Art Bryles has been hired, immediately there was pushback. But I, mean, I think he's now coaching maybe at the high school level, I feel like. But yeah. he has tried because people will do anything for a winner, even if it means ignoring 
huh. not just allegations, but proof that you knew that deviant sexual behavior was going on. Bob Huggins, the fact that he kept his job after saying gay slurs on the radio, he he should have been thanking his lucky stars. I can't believe he got away with that. But you do this and then you get caught busted drunk driving and your alcohol limit is or your alcohol intake in your body is way past the legal limit. WVU has every right in the world. They already punished him once. They have every right in the world to let him go. To me, this seems like a, a desperate money play, right? Bob Huggins has hired an attorney. So now he's going to say, no, 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 I, I didn't resign. And it, it feels like to me, this is an obvious play for some sort of settlement and more cash. Oh, for sure. And I would say like DUIs are never acceptable, but I think they're even more uh, unforgivable when you are coaching young men who are at that age where they need some kind of guidance. And that's why the Art Brile stuff was especially heinous because these are, they're not father figures, but you get what I'm saying. This is an age where kids still need that leadership and that guidance. And a lot of it's by example. So Bob Huggins was not setting a good example for these kids who are still developing. Like, I know they're not kids. They're teens to, you know, 18 to 22, but still, when you're in a leadership position, you cannot be drinking and driving and also saying gay slurs on the radio. You just can't do it. It means you are not a good person and not fit to lead these young men. And speaking of, there's probably going to be some questions about that when it comes to Northwestern football. Now they're under the microscope for hazing. Pat Fitzgerald and company uh, are accused of, you know, some hazing activities that included sexualized acts. And Jenks, when I saw this, I was like, I don't think I even want to click on this story. Like Mm -hmm. when you see that it's sexualized, you're like, oh gosh. Like there's nothing, there's no way that you click on the story and it's better than you thought. It's always worse than you thought. Yes, it is bad. It's, It's very bad. It's very disturbing. And Initially, Pat Fitzgerald was suspended for two weeks, but now the university president, Michael Schill, has reached out to one of the victims here, and he spoke to the victim's family, talked to the victim himself, and said he was moved by what he heard and moved by the effects of this alleged hazing. And so now the university is going to reconsider their punishment of Pat Fitzgerald. And this is is a pretty bad harbinger for this program because, as we all know, Northwestern historically has a bad football program. They have incredible academics. There's no question about that. It's one of the reasons why it's so hard for Northwestern to be good at sports, but football in particular. This is also a program that had a total of four wins over the last two seasons. So you're talking about a program that has one. And they had a single win last year. I believe they went 1-11. and 11. So you got a bad football team with a coach who, honestly, I don't think survives this. And this will only get worse. And now you've got hazing allegations. They already had guys leave from the portal last year. Didn't get a whole lot of guys in return. And you don't think plenty of players are going to leave after this. This is a disaster. So what you're going to see is I think you're going to see Pat Fitzgerald eventually gone from this team. And you're definitely going to see Northwestern football take an even deeper nosedive if that's possible. Because these allegations and and reading through some of the hazing that took place is pretty reprehensible. Right. And as of now, Pat Fitzgerald is serving a two-week unpaid suspension. It seems pretty light. And they said they're weighing the appropriate measures. So they might tack on to that. Like I like you said, I don't think he survives this. 
I think it's tough enough to hold on to football recruits, just even Mm -hmm. if you're a squeaky clean program because of the NIL deals. But can you imagine guys looking at this and be like, yeah, that's a school I want to go to. It doesn't matter how much money you are paying the kids. If they are seeing some of these unforgivable acts or hearing about this, because think about football. I feel like it is still somewhat of a small world to where these football recruits that are at the top of the top probably hear about these things. And don't you know, there's probably going to be some TikTok video that somebody posts uncovering a bunch of things about this investigation. I just feel like this does not end well. No, it's not going to end well. And what I thought was a, a pretty interesting point, which I think one of the one of the anonymous people who came forward to speak about this said was, look, if Pat Fitzgerald didn't know about this and he claims he didn't, right, then he should still be fired. How do you not know that this sustained haze that has gone on for, what, a couple years, how do you not know that that's going on? in your locker room. So if you did know, you should be gone. And if you didn't know, then you clearly don't have your finger on the pulse of your football team. If you're having hazing after hazing after hazing after hazing incident in your own locker room, how are you not aware of that? Honestly, I, I don't I don't believe that. If you if you say, if you are honest to God saying, I, I really had no idea, then you know what? Then you're not fit to be a head coach because you should absolutely have some semblance of an idea of what is happening in your own locker room, particularly when the incidents are this heinous. Yeah, even if you didn't know, that means you don't have control of your football team. Right. And you have no idea what's going on in the locker room, which is not a great quality for a head coach that's supposed to be over everything. Because at the end of the day, like that is part of your job. It's not just the X's and O's. It is the morale of your team. It is keeping your players safe from things like this. So I don't care who it was. Like there has got to be some kind of adults involved in some way, shape, form, or fashion, whether it's an assistant or the head coach that was on your staff and hired and let this slide because I guarantee you there wasn't all of this happening behind closed doors where an assistant didn't walk in, where the head coach didn't, you know, see something that, you know, looked a little shady. So I think he absolutely has to go. And plus you're not going to get any recruits if you have this guy on campus. And if this guy is doing the home visits to your recruits. Can you imagine any recruits' parents right. that are like, yeah, I want to send off my son into the college world uh, without us for the first time and put him in the hands of this guy? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, <laughs> you have nothing to sell right now. And Matt, it's it's and you're not even enough. good. You're not, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, not that winning cures all. It certainly does right. not. But but at least at least maybe if you're trying to sell the program, you can say, listen, we have cleared house. Okay. This is not gonna happen anymore. Oh, by the way, we're coming off a one-win season. Do you know what I mean? Like there's nothing, and you're talking about a program that is historically a bottom feeder in the Big Ten. And it's really sad. They have plans for a new eight hundred million dollar stadium. They have a brand new practice facility that is quite literally on the water. It's beautiful. And you wonder. Well, that stadium in particular come to fruition because this is going to damage this is going to damage Northwestern football in a big way, not only because the allegations are so bad, but because they don't win in the first place. Right. And I'll say this times they are a change in because doesn't this feel like something that maybe like happened in the past and people just said, well, it's football culture. It's yeah. barbaric. We're men. 
But that's not the case anymore. Like we're not living in a 1990s movie, Varsity Blues, where you can get away with things like this. We are more civilized. At least that's what you should be aiming for. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.